Have you ever wanted to chat with a CIA analyst about how to spot propaganda campaigns or maybe learn what it is like to be a real-life private investigator? I want you to check out Jordan Harbinger's podcast. He has an undeniable talent for getting his guests to share never-been-heard-before stories and thought-provoking insights. Check out Jordan's conversations with Thomas Erickson about how to protect yourself from psychopaths or his chat with Renee DiResta on dismantling the disinformation machine without fail. He pulls out tactical bits of wisdom in each episode, all with a noble cause to make you a more informed, critical thinker to better operate in today's world. There is so much here. There's just so much here. You can't go wrong with adding the Jordan Harbinger show to your rotation. It is incredibly interesting. There is never a dull show. Search for the Jordan Harbinger show. That's H-A-R-B as in boy, I-N as in Nancy, G-E-R on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Microdose gummies deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. We are proud to have Microdose sponsoring our mission. As you know, we've been meeting fans and partners across the country, and it has been stressful to say the least, or at least it would have been without Microdose. They were perfect to ease the stress of flying, correcting jet lag, or relaxing after a long day of meetings and recording. Microdose gummies are made using the highest quality organic ingredients possible. They are vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and infused with organ-grown berries. We know that we will see a lot of options out there, but we are always impressed by the consistency provided by Microdose. Get 30% off your first order, plus free shipping today at Microdose.com. Promo code MANDY. It is available nationwide. That is Microdose.com, promo code MANDY, for 30% off and free shipping. Microdose.com, promo code MANDY. I believe I know who killed Mallory Beach. And now that more evidence has come to light, I'm troubled by what we know happened during the investigation of her death. My name is Mandy Matney. I'm the news director for FitzNews.com, and I've been investigating the Murdoch family for more than two years now. This is the Murdoch Murders Podcast. So before we start this episode, I want to give a quick shout out to all of the Lowcountry locals who have supported us with this podcast. We've been fortunate to receive feedback from people literally all over the world, but the support we have from our own backyard means the most to us. From the very beginning, we've been sponsored by a local law firm, the Bandon Law Group, and so many businesses have helped us with little things along the way. If you've noticed, our theme song got a little facelift this week thanks to our new friends at a local business called October Genius Music. We've also been featured in the Celebrate Hilton Head September issue, also known as CH2 Magazine, so be sure to check that out. Finally, I want to thank my company, FitzNews.com, for supporting me 100% during this podcast endeavor. When I first started reporting on the story in 2019, I was working for a soulless corporate news organization. 
for employers that didn't care about me, this story, or any of my sources. I almost quit journalism in 2019 and I am forever thankful of my boss, Will Folks, for offering me a job when I knew I had to leave the island packet and for encouraging me and always having my back while reporting on this story. And thank you to every single person who subscribes to Fitz News and believes in our mission. Investigative journalism is not dead and I believe our company is the future of news. So for all updates on this case and the best news in South Carolina, check out fitznews.com. In the two months since Paul Murdoch and his mother Maggie Murdoch were murdered on their hunting property about 60 miles west of Charleston, South Carolina, we've learned a whole lot about the 2019 boat crash that killed Mallory Beach. For a recap, when Paul Murdoch was murdered, he stood accused of three felony boating under the influence charges in the boat crash. On February 24, 2019, he allegedly crashed a 17-foot center console fishing boat into a piling just outside of Paris Island, South Carolina. While the criminal investigation of Paul Murdoch ended with his death, authorities are now looking into obstruction of justice allegations involving his powerful family members, according to Fitz News sources and attorneys representing boat crash victims. In the weeks since Paul's murder, officials and attorneys have released a mound of information in the case. That information has been released for two reasons. One, because the criminal investigation is over, and two, because one of the passengers on the boat, Connor Cook, recently filed a bombshell petition alleging that law enforcement officers conspired against him before Paul Murdoch was charged. And in the last few weeks, we've learned so much. We've read hundreds of pages of depositions from officers who responded to the scene. We've watched hours of dash cam footage from the scene and listened to horrific audio. We've read shocking affidavits from hospital staff members who watched Alec Murdoch and his father, who was a solicitor for decades, move from room to room and allegedly orchestrating a plan. And we've read heartbreaking statements from the survivors on the boat who witnessed Mallory Beach's last few moments. But this week, the Beaver County Sheriff's Office released more than an hour of video, a huge missing piece in this puzzle. The recently released dashcam videos raise questions about the alleged conspiracy between the Murdoch family and their law enforcement connections. The videos, released in response to a Fitz News Freedom of Information Act request, further confirm what attorneys have previously alleged in depositions, that Mallory Beach's boyfriend, Anthony Cook, who was also Connor Cook's cousin, was very clear with officers who was driving the boat. The audio from the dashcam is gut-wrenching. So far, copy of that EMS says the, the civilians are underneath the bridge still in the boat. The most severe of the injured is on the boat underneath the bridge. You'll have to walk down to Here, Anthony Cook is sobbing as he speaks to Stephen Domino, a Beaufort County Sheriff's deputy. He's in disbelief that his girlfriend is gone, and he's hesitant to get in the backseat of a cop car when he's instructed. Domino reassured Anthony that he's not in trouble, but he wants him to calm down. Sit right here. I'm not closing the door. I'm going to get you a cigarette. Sit right there. <laughs> Sit right here. We got everybody coming out here. I'm, you're, you're, you're my concern, okay? I'm fucked. No, you're not. Listen. <laughs> Listen, Pete. I'm here for you. All right? Me and you, we're, we're chilling. I understand you're upset. I ain't about to sit here and tell you to calm down, okay? But I'm going to get you a cigarette. I'm working. Fire, they can bring their, um, their thermal out. 
So that's Anthony saying that his mother works for the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division. This is interesting that he feels the need to say that in that moment. So on the phone, Anthony tells his mother what happened. Mom, y'all need to come to me for quick. We them, we hit a bridge in the boat. Connor's fucked up. Connor's messed up bad. We can't find Mallory. Morgan's messed up bad. We can't find Mallory, Mom. Where are we at? We're at Paris Island. Paris Island Bridge. No, it's just tell the yeah. entrance to Paris Island. She's going to listen. Paris Island. The entrance to Paris Island. The entrance to Paris Island. I don't know, Mom. There's 50 cops out here. Everybody shit up. I said, there's 50 cops out here. And one of the cops was nice enough to let me call you. Mom, there's 50 cops here. Coast Guard, everything. We can't find Mallory. It's been 30 minutes, Mom. You probably need to call Mr. Mayor, Mr. Phillips. <laughs> He's telling his mom to call Mallory's parents and tell them the news. So here, Domino takes the phone and speaks to Anthony's mother. Your son's not in trouble or anything right now. Like I said, he's very, as he has a right to be um, shocked right now. Uh, he's sitting on his uh, he's, he's uh, he probably knew he was going to end up eventually coming down this way. Uh, you don't have a problem with that. Okay. Right on the ride. Um, you told me you're in law enforcement. Okay. All right. Yes, man. We're here. Like I said, I'll let you come see your son. Here. I got him pretty much as calm as I can get him. Um, you know, I, I totally understand. So, me and him, we're, I'm, I'll be hanging out with him the entire time. Okay. Just, just Google Paris Island. Yeah, just, just. Google Paris Island, the main entrance gate. Yes, we're around the main roads. When we in, when we out, you will not miss us. Alright, just Google Road, Paris Island. Yeah, the Marine Corps base. Like I said, coming through there. We're soon coming through the little first gate. So while Domino was on the phone with Anthony's mother, Paul Murdoch apparently walked past Domino's car, according to the dash cam recordings. We're on the main road. You won't miss us. Get that motherfucker right there away from me. Yes, ma'am, we'll be here. Right. You talking about that one with no shirt on? Hey, do not, I don't want you getting in no trouble, you hear me? Listen to me. Don't get in no trouble. You hear what I said? Mom's on the way. I told her I'm not going to get in no trouble. Let me try to I'm hanging with you two longer, too, okay? That motherfucker ain't gonna bust the fucking trip. You're not in trouble. He ain't gonna get no fucking trouble. Oh, yes, yes. Bro, you fucking smiling like you're fucking funny. Sit down, sit down. My fucking girl. 
thing going, bro. Do you think it's fucking funny? Sit down. Sit down. Hope is right. Fucking hell. Somebody put him in the car. The one with the towel. Go ahead. Where's your cigarette at? Where's your cigarette? You need another one? Here. Here. I ain't got a lot now. Don't waste them. Here. Go ahead. Here. Smoke the cigarette. And I got you. He's, he's going away. Don't even look at him. Put him in the car. Alright. 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 On another Beaufort County dash cam video, you can hear officers speaking to Paul Murdoch, and they are not at all treating him like a suspect. So after y'all hit the bridge, did y'all beach the boat up there on the side of the, the no, thing, or did the boat, it, that's where it, it ended up? That's where it ended up. Okay. Do y'all think y'all hit one of the markers that, in the beginning of it? Sure. Okay. Can I use your phone? Can I use your phone? Hey, I ain't got my phone on me, brother. You, you ain't got your phone on you? No, you dropped yours in the grass right back there. That was that nice. Okay. Hey, you been checked out? My name is? Hey, buddy. You been checked out my name is? Yeah, I'm fine. Sure? I mean, we still, we still get checked out, right? Yeah, yeah I'm fine. I mean, shit. What's your name? Hey, what's, what's your last name, buddy? Murdoch. M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H. Okay, what's your first name? Paul. Paul, P-A-U-L? But they're fine, man. Hey, we're looking right now for them. They're down there looking, okay? Okay. They, they got a good search on it, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're probably going to have an eight. They're going to find you, okay? They're, they're, they're down there looking right now, okay? You know they got it. That's a good search, right? Yeah. Yeah, they got a good team down there looking for, okay? Uh, can I use your phone? You got it already? Yeah. yeah. So there were six total people in the boat. Okay. Um, they hit, I think, one of the, the bridge piles, and where you see the boat is where it ended up. Okay. Uh, one of the young, young ladies got ejected. She's still has not been found. Uh, tide's going out, and we tried walking down the marsh for a little ways to okay. find her. But the young lady down there, I think, is the most severe okay. part of the people that we have, the five that we have. Okay. So we got five, six total, five accountable. Yes, sir. Okay. Tide's going out, and they, they were running this way when they hit the bridge, so she probably got ejected and the current carried her down that way. So while sitting in the back of Domino's police car, Anthony Cook told Domino what happened that night. Yeah. What about the driver of the boat, C-21? No. Has everybody on the boat been drinking? Yeah. Especially the driver? How big to drive that but fucking the, boat. The driver, how much has he had to drink? Anthony then told Domino that most of the group wanted to go home after the oyster roast on Pocky Island around midnight. Dude, I, I can tell you this much. We left. I don't even know where the fuck we were. We left and stopped fucking downtown Buford. And I, me and him about fought on the fucking dock because I told him not to go up there to that fucking bar that we need to be going home. Downtown? How are y'all drinking down there? And y'all Hell, I wasn't. I stayed on the damn boat. But he went. He was drinking actually at the bar. I reckon. I didn't go up there. The group left downtown Buford around 1:17 a.m. on February 24, 2019. So y'all came from downtown through the creek, and that's Ooh. when. 
going way too fast. So seconds before the crash, GPS data showed that the boat was traveling at around 29 miles per hour, which is very fast for a boat, as it approached the narrow winding waterway of Archer's Creek. So I don't even know. I finally got to the point I grabbed my girlfriend and put her in my lap in the bottom of the boat and was holding on with my eyes closed. The next thing I know, I'm in the fucking water and I can't find it, man. Paul, Mallory, and Anthony were ejected into the water. Connor Cook and Paul's girlfriend were severely injured and taken to the hospital, while Anthony, who dislocated his shoulder, stayed on scene. As y'all know, we're out on the West Coast connecting with fans, meeting with partners, and having a little fun too. All the planes, trains, and automobiles can be stressful, but do you know what's going to keep me comfy and confident along the way? You guessed it, Viore. And Viore makes a fantastic gift for the people in your life who deserve the most comfortable and versatile clothing. Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash Mandy. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Mandy. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to viore.com slash Mandy and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. How's your sock door looking? Scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and a refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little good too. Once you try Bombas, you will never look at socks the same way again. They have obsessed over details like foot-hugging honeycomb arch support and cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows for your feet. Personally, I love that Bombas has a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or our pups eats a sock, looking at you, Luna, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they will do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash Mandy and use code Mandy for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash Mandy and use code Mandy at checkout. Anthony Cook sensed that the Murdoch family influence would play a role in the investigation. Anthony, a Hampton County native who grew up with Paul Murdoch, knew of the Murdoch's power in the Lowcountry criminal justice system. Three generations of Murdoch's all served as solicitors, which is South Carolina's version of a district attorney, over a five-county region in the Lowcountry from 1920 to 2006. This enabled the family to amass hundreds of political, prosecutorial, and law enforcement connections. Y'all know Alec Murdoch. I am. That's his son. That's so driving the boat. Good luck. Here, Domino rejected this assumption that good old boy politics would play a role in this investigation. He said, well, it don't matter who you know to Anthony. Here, Domino asked Anthony one more time who was driving the boat. Thank you. The driver is the one with no clothes on, correct? 
me, huh? The one you were getting mad at back there. He had he was in his drawer. He was the last one driving whenever I got down in the floor of the boat and got on boxers. Yes, sir. Let me know if you need another cigarette, right, Bubba? This is my dude um, with the busted mouth eye. He's got still got clothes on, correct? Yeah. All right, that's what, yeah. They're good. Um, everybody's good physical-wise. Uh, first, but. Okay, but I just wanted to, we need to know exactly who's driving, and that's, you said that was the last one you saw, so that's why I told them, because his ass will be responsible, okay? You hear me? Don't worry about that. We're going to handle it on that end, okay? So several minutes after talking to Domino, Austin Pritchard, who is the first officer from the lead investigating agency, SCDNR, asked Anthony Cook who was driving the boat. Hey, I'm with Department of Natural Resources. Who was driving the, the boat? Right, I'll pick up. The last time I grabbed my girlfriend and up. got down in the bottom of the boat, Paul was driving. I begged and begged and begged and begged to let me yeah, drive. Yeah, one second. Uh-huh. And wh where were y'all coming from? Paul. Okay. And, and, and Paul was driving, not Connor? If Connor was driving, it happened after I had been flipping the one out laid down the fire department the boat. The DNR. They were, were both sitting on the were, front seat. You were, you were, laying, you were yeah. laying in the front? In the bottom, no, the back of the hit. bottom of the boat. Before you hit? Yes. Okay, and Paul and Connor were sitting on right mm, behind the console. Yeah. Yes. I can get a better okay, I done fought with both of them yeah, for 30 seven, minutes seven, about seven. letting me drive, and both of them thought it was fucking funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to do everything we can to find her, okay? Appreciate it. Yes. But Pritchard did not write this in his SCDNR report. Instead, he wrote that Anthony, quote, did not know, unquote, who was driving the boat. Pritchard wrote in his report that other officers who arrived on scene before him thought it was Connor Cook or Paul Murdoch driving the boat. Yet in all of the police reports, there is no evidence of any witnesses on scene telling law enforcement that Connor was driving. On the other hand, Domino's Beaufort County Sheriff's Office report reflected exactly what Anthony Cook told him. Domino was the only deputy on scene who identified Paul Murdoch as the driver. Whereas Corporal Jack Keener, a deputy who had connections to the Murdoch law firm, offered a different assessment of the situation. At the time of the crash, the sheriff's office had said it was merely assisting SEDNR, the lead agency in the investigation. Beaufort County deputies who arrived on scene before SEDNR laid the groundwork for the entire investigation. And Keener wrote in his report that it was unclear who was driving the boat. But he admitted in his deposition that this assessment was his personal opinion and that no one else had said anything to him that would indicate Connor Cook may have been driving the boat. Specifically, when he was asked if anyone told him if Connor Cook may have been driving the boat, Keener gave a strange answer about how he didn't think girls could handle driving the boat, and that's how he basically deduced it to either Paul or Connor. 
He said, I personally run this creek. I was born and raised here. It can get narrow and skinny at some times. And the tide was going out. I don't think any of the girls were driving the boat. I don't know what kind of experience they may have, but it has to be one of the three boys. Mrs. Beach's boyfriend was mad. He just said he wasn't driving the boat, and then he's mad at Paul Murdoch. Also, keep in mind that the Murdoch law firm previously represented Keener's family in a $2.5 million lawsuit. In Keener's dash cam video that was recently released, there is no indication that he ever questioned any of the other passengers about who was driving the boat. Keener's two-driver theory was subsequently passed to SCDNR. Austin Pritchard, the SEDNR officer who was accused of manipulating his reports to favor Paul Murdoch, only offered Connor Cook a field sobriety test that night. SEDNR never sought a warrant to compel the hospital to draw Paul's blood that night, but the hospital did anyways because he was perceived as behaving so erratically they were worried that he had a head injury. However, in the last few weeks, SEDNR has revealed that Paul Murdoch's blood at 4 a.m., on February 24, 2019, was about 3.5 times over the legal limit. But you have to think about it. If the hospital had not taken it upon themselves to obtain Paul's BAC, who knows if SCDNR would have had enough to file charges? Three weeks after the boat crash, the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office recused itself from the investigation due to its long-standing relationship with the Murdoch family. Still, its involvement prior to this recusal clearly impacted the direction of this investigation. And because of the initial confusion in the investigation, it took two months for authorities to charge Paul Murdoch with three felony boating under the influence counts. And unlike the vast majority of felony BUI cases, Paul Murdoch never stepped foot in jail. At the time of his death, he was facing 25 years in prison for the charges. And I want to talk about those charges for a minute because it's another story, yet most of the media and the public is just not understanding. The Attorney General's office told a local newspaper last week that they were dropping charges against Paul Murdoch. That is not at all to say that they're clearing his name or that the charges wouldn't have stuck had he been alive. They were dropping the charges simply because you can't have a trial for a dead person. While the investigation of Paul Murdoch ended with his death, authorities are now looking into obstruction of justice allegations involving his powerful family members, according to both Fitz News sources and attorneys representing boat crash victims. Soon, a judge should decide on Connor Cook's petition, which asks the court for permission to depose several law enforcement officers in connection with a potential lawsuit. According to the petition, the officers may have information of a collusion or a civil conspiracy to shift the blame of the boat accident away from Paul Murdoch by wrongfully shifting the focus to Connor Cook. In the explosive depositions attached to that petition, attorneys' questions suggest that several pieces of evidence appear to be missing, including Paul's phone, which was picked up by another officer on scene, which you heard in the audio earlier. Also, DNA swabs from the boat and photographs of DNA processing, which could have proven where Connor was positioned in the boat at the time of the crash, considering a pool of his blood was on the right side of the boat. And an audio recording of Anthony Cook telling Michael Brock that Paul Murdoch killed Mallory Beach. 
Michael Brock has a long list of personal ties to the Murdoch family, yet he was named as a lead investigator in the case. Brock spoke with Anthony Cook on scene on February 24, 2019, later that day. He said that Paul Murdoch killed his girlfriend, according to a Paris Island military police officer's sworn affidavit. But Brock didn't write that in his report. Instead, Brock wrote that Anthony flipped out and was yelling at Paul, failing to note why he was angry at Paul Murdoch in the aftermath of Mallory Beach's disappearance. In Mallory Beach, the beloved, bubbly 19-year-old who lit up every room she walked into unfortunately gets lost in the chaos of this story. Anthony refused to leave Archer's Creek Bridge on the day she went missing. Is there anybody in the water looking for her? Yes, we got tomorrow. We got DNR, fire department's got their boats in the water. Coast Guard is on the way with the chopper. And DNR's in route, all right? <laughs> She's there in the bottom of the river, they're gonna have a dive team. We got a dive team. We got a bunch of resources. Yeah, regardless, like I told you, regardless of the outcome, we will find her. All right, but you just gotta keep faith that she is somewhere on the faint floor. You see what I'm saying? Beach's body was found a week later by two men in a boat about five miles from the crash site. Beaufort County Coroner Ed Allen determined that she died of blunt force trauma and drowning. The three officers who are accused of falsifying their reports, Michael Brock, Jack Keener, and Austin Pritchard, still work in law enforcement. Domino, the officer who showed kindness and compassion to Anthony and identified Paul Murdoch as the driver of the boat in his report, was fired from the Beaufort County Sheriff's Office for alleged drug use in July 2020. However, he was never charged. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Did you know nearly 75% of people have subscriptions that they have forgotten about? Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Before we started using Rocket Money, we thought we only had a few different subscriptions. I could not believe when they showed me we were paying for so many subscriptions each month. Some subscriptions, like Rocket Money and Lunashark Premium, are here to stay, but the rest are a thing of the past. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Mandy. That's rocketmoney.com slash Mandy. Rocketmoney.com slash Mandy. So a few days after we said we were going to be taking a break, the Beaver County Sheriff's Office suddenly filled our Freedom of Information Act request and gave us hours of audio, which is what you heard in this episode. We didn't get much of a break, and we still need it. My wonderful fiancé, David Moses, has a busy couple months ahead of him as he is spearheading the Savannah Seafood and Spirits Festival at the end of August 
and the Polo for Heroes event in Bluffton this October. So check both of those events out at seafoodandspirits.com and polo, the number four, heroes.com. Those events and others help us support organizations making the world a better place. They assist with children that have nowhere to go, victims of violence, wounded military, uh, first responders, and much, much more. Check out the links in the descriptions, and we hope to see you there. Thank you, David. So while David is busy, I have a lot of reporting, digging, and FOIA requesting to do on this case. I need some time for that. But again, as we plan, if anything major breaks, we will be back, and we can promise you that. Be sure to subscribe. To the Murdoch Murders podcast in the meantime so you don't miss an episode and follow me on Twitter at Mandy Matney or on Instagram at Mandy underscore in underscore Hilton Head for updates on the latest episodes and in the meantime to support this podcast visit MurdochMurdersPodcast.com and thank you all for all of the support we've had over these last few crazy weeks thank you to everyone who gave us a five-star review Thank you to everyone who shared this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of it. We so appreciate you and thank you. We will be back soon, so stay tuned. The Murdoch Murders Podcast is created by me, Mandy Matney, and my fiance, David Moses. Produced by Luna Shark Productions. Ah!